all right, a, a recap. Um, effective prayer is um, the series I've run for about two weeks now. And how many of you have been blessed by the prayer service? Okay. Now, the first thing um, we, we, that I explained to us is the importance of prayer. Why we pray. And I said that prayer primarily is a medium for developing relationship with God. It's something that we, we do not because we want to even ask, but because we want to develop intimate relationship with God. Because you see, communication is one of the key to developing relationship. That is why you see where there is no communication, relationship cannot be healthy. In fact, one of the ways to show that you are not happy or a, a, a relationship is no longer healthy is that the level of communication reduces. You don't call anymore. You don't test anymore. You have clipped answers. Hello, hi. How are you? Fine. But where the relationship is healthy, there is always something long to talk about. As a day, the answers are not clipped. So, prayer is not an avenue of just making requests, even though we make requests in prayer. Prayer is for developing relationship with God. That is why you must learn the dynamics of the different types of prayer. So as you come before the Lord, because if your prayer is only about requests, you ask for a car, he has given you a car. You ask for a child, he has given you a child. You ask for him to heal you, he has healed you. Then what else? If there is nothing else to ask him to do for you, then your prayer life dies. But if prayer you understood that I don't pray because I need something, I pray because I want to be close to him, then you realize that there is always something to say. There is always something to, to appreciate him with or for. So you always come with nice words, with fantastic words. Lord, I love you. Lord, I celebrate you. Hallelujah. Now, the other thing I, I want you to also understand, that we must also recognize that it is a privilege and an honor to fellowship with God in the place of prayer. It is a privilege and an honor to fellowship with God in the place of prayer. Never lose sight of that. Never take it for granted that you can call upon God. If you read John chapter 17, and, or you study the prayer life of Jesus, one of the things that you realize about Jesus is the reverence that Jesus always has for God whenever he prays. That is why you hear Jesus say, Oh, Father, I thank you. Because you always hear me. He never took it for granted. In John chapter 17, if you see him use two different words to call or titles to call God. He said, Holy Father, I thank you because you have given me this one. Then another place, the righteous father. You see, he has a great reverence for God. 
But you see, for some of us, we don't have reverence for him. So, you, so no wonder when you have said you are the lily of the valley, you are the bright and the morning star, you are the rose of Sharon, everything has finished. So every time you come, oh, Father God, I thank you. You are the lily of the valley. You are the rose of Sharon. Um, um, how many of you will like such a way? But you see, if you have reverence for God, you will always even have a special way of appreciating him. Who am I that you are mindful of me? Who am I that I can call upon the sovereign God? Who am I that I can present my case before my maker? It is a privilege and an honor that I, can, that, I can, that, I can, that I have audience with my maker. You see, when you have that mindset that it is a privilege through, the, through Jesus Christ that we can walk into his courts, especially as Gentiles, who now have access because of what Jesus did on the cross, then you see that your prayer life will be more healthy. Your prayer, in fact, you will have more answer to prayer because when you show respect and honor for someone, by all means, the person will also show respect and honor for you. When you respect someone, when you honor someone, you will see that you always attract a particular attention from that person. That is why it's never good to be familiar. Familiarity actually cuts off a form of blessing. In marriage, it's the same thing. When you don't honor your wife anymore, you just call, hey, come here. Hey, Mama, ma, Mama Domino, come here. Hey, Mama Indomi, come here. What is wrong with you? And you talk anyhow. A particular part of that person normally will give way. A particular part of that person normally will just die. But when you don't lose sight of reverence, you don't lose sight of honor, you don't lose sight of appreciating the gift of an individual in your life or the gift of God in your life, I should say here, what you will realize that you will always attract a particular or exceptional blessing because the Bible says, eyes have not seen nor hear heard. Neither has entered into the heart of the things that God has prepared. Not the thing that you have prepared. He has prepared it for you before you even come to him in the place of prayer. He knows what you need before you ever ask. He knows what you need before you ever pray for it. So you see, with that confidence assurance, as you are praying, you will realize that as you begin to reverence him, you are attracting unusual blessing to yourself. That is why I always say to you, those who have his heart, they do what? They have his hands. The other thing in the place of prayer that I also want you to know that worship is an integral part of effective prayer. Worship. And I've explained to you that do away with the mindset that praise and worship is a medium to cajole God. Praise and worship is a medium to move the hand of, in quote, a God who have refused to move. Or when you worship and you praise God or you thank him, is a medium to just change the mind of a God who has not seen what you are going through. So you, those words that you hear in the body of Christ, I say that when you have fasted, when you have fasted and nothing is happening, when you have done video, nothing is happening, when you have prayed, nothing is happening, try what? 
praise. Because praise is this. And no matter how nice sounding that words or that phrase may look, praise is not a medium to cajole God. It's, a, it's what you do because of who he is. How many of you will want to marry somebody because they, you have, the person knows that you have money? That's the reason why the person wants to marry you. So as the person say hello, even those of us who knows people that when they say hello, how are you? But you, you are suspecting that what is this person? They say, please, eh, I, 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 need, I need a recharge card or something. After some time, when you see the person's phone call on your phone, you will just busy the number. You will reject it. Because you know that I am only an ATM in the life of this person. Yeah. One day somebody called me. It's somebody I knew for a long time. I've known the, he's a senior person to me, but you know those days we were growing up, I know him. Then he had called me the first time, explained some things to him. I did what I could do. Then it's like he now, he now, he now, in fact, made it like a two-month interval. Then he will call me again. Then I read, oh, the only time this guy calls me, there are two of them. The only time this guy calls me, about you know, three of them, the only time this guy calls me, or these guys, is when they need something. But you know, two of them did something that got to me. This other one called me one day. So I said, hello. I said, hello. I said, why are you talking like that? Do you know who is calling you? Ah, he's your brother. He's your brother. We are not related in any way. No blood connection, nothing anywhere. Because you are older than me and you need something from me. Say, it's your brother. Ah, talk now. What's wrong with you? Ah, oh, make my money. Ah. I said, ah. See this man who? You understand? You need. So I allowed him. I said, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I talk when I'm calling you. You talk properly. What, what's wrong with you? Ah. Okay. I said, ah, sorry, sir. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. He said, eh, hey, alpha. Alpha. Your brother is hungry. Ah. Your brother needs money. I'm telling you a true life story. I said, so after intimidating me, shouting on me, saying all those things, then you say, you're... I said, so I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Since you are the type that when you need something, you, even, you, you are not even humble. So from that time when it calls me, I don't pick his call. I'm serious. Because I will not pick the call of somebody who will be insulting me. Huh? Pulling me down. Ridiculing me. And you still want to now ask something from me. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Then there's another one. This one knows how to cook stories. He cooks stories. And the story worked with me for some time. But thank God for iPhone. Thank God for iPhone. And thank God for iCloud. So one day again, he sent me another story. But unfortunately for him, when I opened this story, it was the same story he sent a year earlier. Because now I have all the archive so he just copy and paste it 
He did not even edit it at all. <laughs> what a shock. Those of you who don't know what a shock is, when we say what a shock, eh? you do your answer, what a shock. Uh, what a shock. Hey! You see, some of you are old school. Today is Children's Day. So you should lose yourself. So when we say hey, you say hey. So, hey. You see, you are not saying hey, sir. Are you, today is Children's Day. You must say hey. We are, we are, hey. 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 Now you are in church. So, I looked. I said, how can the same problem, exact problem, word for word, sentence for sentence, phrase for phrase, of last year be the same one? So, I decided to still have mercy in a certain sense. Then he came to see me in church with another story again. This time when he realized perhaps the online one was not working. So he came. And after that day he came, I still had mercy. But you know, that was the day he, he, he closed the door. Because you see, that day he came, I got something for him. I said, let them get him some foodstuffs. Let them do this, let them do that. And I gave him cash. From that day, to even call back to say thank you. I'm telling you. To call back to say, hey, I appreciate. Because you see, they don't even know how you are getting what you are getting. They always think that you, are, you always have cash in your ATM machine. I'm telling you, from that day till now, he had never, I can't remember him even saying, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you. But there's another person. This one. If you make the mistake of helping her once. For once that you help her, she can thank you for three months. If I, at the point, this person, even after, I can't even remember anything I've done. One day even sent me a, a, a widow's might gift. Say, I remember today when I wake up. How you have helped me <laughs> some time ago. So I am sending you this gift to say thank you for what you have done. Even when what me I cannot remember. Thank you. Thank you for what you represent. So when I received the gift, I said, ah. So I looked around. Check messages. Check what did I do for this person to deserve this appreciation. I realized that nothing. Nothing. The person has just decided to be a grateful person. Then I learned a lesson. That one of the things that frustrates people's prayer life and requests is because they have lost sight of gratitude. They don't know how to really, really come before God. Yeah. Spend hours before God just recalling the thing of 1995. Recalling the, the miracle of five years ago. So you see, some people, you only check your prayer life, what you thank God for. You realize that you, most of us are only grateful for things of yesterday. Thank you for this past week. You think that two years ago is gone. But I am telling you that if you want to be a person who has effective prayer life, thank God for the things of ten years ago. Let him know that it's still fresh in my mind. Because it is unrighteous to forget. Thank God for the things of five years ago. Yes. 
Thank God for the things of three years ago. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm telling you. Because I learned from this woman. You see, I didn't read it from anywhere. The reaction that or the emotion or the feeling of recalling and being grateful for things that you yourself have forgotten about that God has done. And you see, testimony is prophetic. Thanksgiving is prophetic. Gratitude is prophetic. Appreciation is prophetic. You defeat every current challenge through the power of genuine appreciation. Yes. Genuine appreciation. Let so change your mindset about what praise and worship is. Change your mindset. It is we are not hoodwinking God. We are not trying to manipulate God. We are not trying to say, hey, our prayer is not happening. Our fasting is not happening. It's like telling me that I have gone to this person, he has not helped me. I've gone to that person, he has not helped me. So I am coming to now just say thank you to you so that you can help me. So if I don't help you, what will also happen? You you stop praising me. You stop praising me. Get to the place where you believe that God knows everything about your life. That is what praise and worship is. So as you are saying, Lord, oh, then you see something that you remember that hey, tomorrow is the deadline. You say, forget it. Even if it does not, if the tomorrow is the deadline, what will happen? The worst case is that maybe I will not pay. But as for this God, he has been faithful. So I'm not, I'm not going to be praising him because I have a problem. I just want to enjoy his presence. Learn to enjoy the presence of God in the place of praise and worship. Do you know what you are doing? See, when you acknowledge the greatness of God genuinely, your problem becomes smaller. The greater you make God in your life, the more your problem becomes smaller, even when you have not prayed about it. Because you see, it means that you trust him. What it simply means that you know that he's in charge. What you are simply saying that you know that you are not a product of accidents. What you are saying when you praise God consciously for who he is, is that you are claiming and you acknowledge and you are saying that I know that the very ears of my head are what? They are numbered. They are numbered. You see, what you are doing is when you praise and worship God genuinely, not because of your need, is that you are actually saying that before I was born, my days are spread out in your hands. You know everything about me. When you genuinely celebrate God, what you are saying is that you are the Alpha and the Omega. So there is nothing that comes my way that you don't know about. And I know that you are in charge no matter what comes my way. Well, that is what it means. So when you praise God, I'm telling you, Oh Lord, I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. Spend quality time. You have one hour to pray. Spend 30 minutes praising him. Then you then put that one. I say, Lord, I am not praising you. Say, learn to talk to God like a real person. He's, a, he's real. Lord, you see, this praise and worship is not because of what I'm going through. This praise and worship is not because of what I need from you. All this thanksgiving is not because I want to change your mind. Because I know that without even my prayer, you always take care of me. Without even one word, you know what is needed right now in my life. 
So all this my praise and worship is genuine from my heart, from me to you because of who you are in my life. So you spend quality time worshiping, praising. Then when you are done, you can even decide that you are not, Father, whatever happens, I know you are in charge. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Or then you can also decide to pray. It doesn't mean you should not pray supplication and the rest prayer. But I'm saying that let your, the most quality part of your prayer life is, is your worship and is your praise. That is where victory begins. I said real victory begins in that place. I said real victory begins where? That place. Do we know that most of us, that's why most of us don't know how to praise God anymore. And that is why recently I told our choristers, it is time we begin to become specialists every Tuesday to introduce praise and worship. Now, every first Tuesday of the month now is going to be our worship service. It's called atmosphere of praise service. Every first Tuesday of the month. We gather, we gather as a family, we gather our children, we gather our loved ones. What we are just coming to do every first Tuesday is, is, a, is atmosphere of worship. Intense worship. We lay it all aside. Ah, just celebrating. Thanking him. Thanking him. Then you see some of us mentioning things he has done 10 years ago. See, become a specialist in recalling miracles and the mercy of God. That what he did 15 years ago. Say, Lord, 15 years ago, you know, I was in this situation. And say, hey, this boy remembers. He remembers. 15 years ago. 10 years ago, Lord, I remember. I remember how this thing. That is why you must have a prayer journal. Have a prayer journal. Because you can easily forget how, what he has brought you through. Have a prayer journal. Have a prayer journal where you write things. You see, I, I, I realize that one of the things that the wisdom God has given to me is to always talk before the advent of iPhones iClouds and all those things. I didn't know where I got that wisdom from. So every season of challenges in my life, I will go to my Yahoo Mail those days. I still have it there. Then I will create a folder in my Yahoo Mail because I just realized that whatever folder you create stays there. Then all the prayer requests I am praying, then I will put it in that folder. I will put the year, the month. Then the place I went to go and pray, what I, I will put it there. I said, because I know that this one too will pass away, but I don't want to forget. So each today now when I open my Yahoo mail, for instance, I can see some prayer, I, I, I were, things that were so difficult for me as far back as 2008 or 2010 or 20, 2000. I'm telling you, I have things I was praying for in my folder 2010, 2009, and I still see it today. In fact, one of them, I, I, was, I was so shocked because... I went to a prayer camp to go and pray about that problem. So the, the year, the date, then the room, the room I, I, I rented in that prayer camp. I even put the room there. So I said, so that one day when I come, I will remember this was the room I prayed for this particular thing. This was the room I prayed for this particular thing. This is how to tell every problem that you miss road or problem you challenges you miss road because me, I know. So already when you do those things, you already know that this one too will pass. Because the God who did that one will do this one. Yeah, I'm telling you. So have a place you store those things. You can start with your Yahoo too. You can start with your Gmail. Create folders. Everything you are praying about now, create a folder for it. So that when in 10 years time, you will look back and say, so I used to have this problem. I was surprised that there was a period that 
I was having, you know, I was having um, a problem and I, 2,000 naira or thereabout was my problem. That particular. <laughs> you see, we, you can easily forget. I'm telling you. So, uh, you see, I am disabusing how we approach praise and worship. So when you hear, oh, it is time to praise God. It is time to worship God. It's the most spiritual part of your prayer. Is the most pray people will not understand. You see, one of the things I do is even sometimes I like locking myself in a room and I will remove everything and I will just dance, dance. I can be there dancing for hours, dancing, dancing, just praising. And when the song finishes, I will just begin to mime, just say anything. I just enjoy God because you see, there is no one who trusts in God that will ever be put to shame. Hallelujah. Are you, have you been blessed? Yes, so I hope you, are, you understand the importance of praise and worship now. Yes, yeah. And you remember the importance that there is nothing like, and that one don't pass. Bring it back into the presence and celebrate God with it. Now, I have shared with you the different types of prayer also. And uh, how many did I give you last week? Seven, right? So let's quickly record the seven types of prayer. Prayer of supplication, right? The next one is what? Prayer of petition. Prayer of intercession. Thanksgiving prayer. Prayer of consecration. Warfare prayer. And the prayer of what? Faith. Alright. Now, the prayer of faith, I defined it as what? Check your notes. Check your notes. It involves what? Making requests. Yes. And speaking to what? To circumstances. In order to make them what? Conform to your what? To your desires. That is prayer of faith. So two aspects of you make requests. And what, how do you make requests? You make requests in the name of Jesus, right? Then you also speak to circumstances through the name of Jesus. You make declaration. John 14 and John 16. These are, those are the things we do in the name of Jesus. So we don't only make requests in the name of Jesus. We, we make requests from the Father. But we exercise our authority in the name of Jesus. Over circumstances. That is why he said, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. It is a say unto this mountain in my name. It just says, say unto this mountain, be thou removed. That is declaration. So in the name of Jesus. He didn't say, sorry, he didn't say request of the Father to move the mountain in my name. But he said, you say to this mountain. He said, behold, I give unto you power to trample upon serpent and upon scorpion. We have that authority from God. He said, you must know how special you are. Recently, I, I became very, very happy. With the revelation of how special I am before God. When this incident of this musician that slapped a policeman happened in Nigeria. He slapped a policeman in one corner of Lagos. That nobody was there. <laughs> but what happened to him? The entire police force rallied around that one policeman. <laughs> That you are, it's not the one you have slapped. You slapped the IG. Because he said, by that uniform, he's representing the IG. 
the guy. They dealt, people have to start pleading for him. They dealt with him very well. There is a way you touch one, you have touched everything. This is why you see, Christians must learn the power of intercession prayer. You see, those who don't have, who don't pray intercession prayer, there are some victory you will not have in the realm of the spirit. Because you see, intercession prayer, just like a policeman, means that you are not living for yourself anymore. You are living for the kingdom. An intercessor, fear anybody who intercedes a lot. I'm telling you, that's the prayer of intercession. Fear, I'm telling you, fear a Christian that intercedes a lot. Fear that person. Because in the realm of the spirit, an intercessor has enrolled himself into the force of heaven. Because Jesus is an intercessor himself. That is why God said, I'm looking for a man that will stand in the gap. If you want to see more victory in your life, become an intercessor. Pray for people. Pray for nations. That is what we are doing from the month of June. June 5. When we are officially taking off the new rise to glory. Every rise to glory we do. Prayer for God to help me. Prayer for God for, for open door. Prayer. So when, when, okay, I ask myself, so when God has helped us, when he has opened all the doors, does that mean our prayer is finished? Is it, no, that is our prayer. So I said, no, we are changing this thing. I don't care be, be what I think because 2 Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 2, Paul said, first of all, let supplication be made for all men. Pray for people. Pray for people. Pray for nations. You are spending hours to pray. You see, I have digressed from the prayer of faith because I want to say something about If you even exercise the prayer of faith by praying for engaging in the prayer of intercession. Now, let me say something to you. The seven types of prayer I have showed you, it does not mean that prayer of supplication is standing alone. Then prayer of faith is standing alone. Then intercession is standing alone. You see, even though these are different types of prayer, they are somehow interconnected. So, for instance, when you are praying the prayer of faith, you also supplicate in the prayer of faith. Because you see, when you are praying the prayer of faith, you, you are also putting emotions, you are putting your feeling, you are praying with everything. So prayer of faith does not stand alone. Inside the prayer of faith, you pray the prayer of faith, even through supplication, you also intercede through the prayer of faith. So it's not standing alone. And sometimes, you yourself don't even know the one you should pray. Lord, this situation that is happening right now, should I pray the prayer of faith or is the prayer of supplication? No, 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 let me say this to you. That is why praying in tongues is also very important. Because Bible says, for we know not what to pray for or how we ought to. But the Spirit helped our infirmity. See, oftentimes when we hear that word, it's like, oh, what it means is that we don't know what the words to use. No, sometimes what it also means is that we don't know the type of prayer we should pray effectively concerning a situation. So maybe what you need, for instance, is a job. And you have been praying the prayer of faith concerning job. But you see, as you depend on the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will tell you this type of job crisis you have can only go by the prayer of intercession so in look use that prayer to pray up for those who are going through that same crisis in their life so you leave your own and begin to intercede using that prayer point lord all those who are having job crisis right now in the name of jesus i pray for them lord oh lord intervene you see as you are praying there you see somehow god will raise somebody else who can effectively pray about your own problem too? You yourself will not know the person because nobody knows what you are doing in your closet. So that is why I'm saying depend more on the Holy Spirit. 
and let him help you. Don't use sentiment. Sentiment does not win war. It's a strategy that wins war. You, so, when the Holy Spirit, how should I pray about this challenge? Then you pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Then the Holy, as you are praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit just intercede. Forget about your problem now. Intercede. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's talk about prayer of faith again. Prayer of faith is the basis of all prayer. And all other forms of prayer, all, all other types of prayer, are derived from the prayer of faith. I will tell you why. Prayer of faith is the foundation of all prayer. Every form of prayer, or every other type of prayer, are founded on this foundation of the prayer of faith. Why is that so? So it's so because Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes, oh, clap for the media team. I, I think they are doing a great job now. I, I like it when I see them respond very far. This is what I've always wanted to be done. Amen. Now, Hebrews 11 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of all those who seek him. So do you see why prayer of faith is the basic? He said, if you come to God, you must believe. He said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So your prayer cannot be pleasing to God without faith. Without faith, you cannot receive from God. You want to supplicate. You must believe that God is hearing you. You want to intercede. How are you sure that your prayer is passing by the roof? Or is passing through the roof? How are you sure that you are connected to heaven? So prayer of faith is the foundation of prayer. Every believer must know how to pray the prayer of faith. You must know how to engage your faith in a place of prayer. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 to 17. Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Unto everyone that believe. First to the Jews and also to the Greek. Verse, verse 17 then says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. From faith to faith as it is written. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. So prayer of faith is the foundation of all prayers. Because without faith, every form of prayer cannot stand. Are you there? Now Mark 11 verse 22. We are going to read Jesus' example of the prayer of faith. And Jesus answered said unto them, Have faith in God. Do you see it now? Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe what things soever you desire. That is why prayer of faith is the foundation. Believe, 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 believe that you receive them and you shall what? Have them. Hallelujah. Now the question is, when you read, you say the word believe, believe, believe. What does it mean to believe? I want to show you an answer to what does it mean to believe. James chapter 2 verse 19. It's a teaching on prayer. I said, it's a teaching on prayer. 
So you should be ready to read James chapter 2 verse 19. It says, Thou believest there is one God. Thou doest well. Then look at it. The devils also believe <laughs> and tremble. <laughs> Satan is a believer. He believes. I say, so when you think you are the only one that believes, I say the devil also believes and trembles. Now, what is the difference between negative belief and positive belief? You will know. Verse 20 then says, But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is what? Dead. Was not Abraham our father justified by works? When he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar, verse 22 then says, Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, or walked with his work, and by works was faith made perfect. Amen. Hey. I said, hey. You see, you are not saying A again. I said, today's students, I say A, you say A. A. So, you see, there is negative belief and positive belief. He said, now, what is the difference between the two? He said, devils believe and they what? They tremble. Negative belief is the one that, for instance, you are praying for something, but you are still afraid. You are praying for something. But you are still afraid. Now, that is the presence of a demon. So, for instance, maybe there's a deadline coming two days to go. And you are praying. But you realize that if the more you pray, you are still afraid that what if this thing does not happen? What if God does not come true to me for me in two days' time? See, now you have seen, once you begin to sense that around you, that is the presence of demonic spirits around you. Because, see, they believe and they what? They tremble. They believe and they tremble. So whenever you are praying and you are still sensing fear, you are sensing fear. Hey, what if this, I, I don't have my healing. What if something, not, no, 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 no. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to tremble. In the name of Jesus, I bind every spirit of fear. <laughs> I refuse to, God, there is only one thing God will come through for me. No plan B. Only one plan. God will make a way for me. Yes. Say because demons believe and they what? Now what is now prayer? The positive faith. One day. When I say one day, you say one day. One day. Good. There was a certain sister who was believing God to get married. But I realized. So I called her. You see, I'm talking about faith with her. She was praying about, Lord, when will I get married? But you see, I, you are praying, but there is no works in your prayer. So I called her. This has many years. She's not in church today now. She's not in our church anymore. Because maybe for, perhaps she felt that God was disappointing her. But you see, faith without works. So I called her. I said, sister, you are of age. I know. But... There is something you are doing. Me, I always know. Honestly speaking, there is a way I know, especially those who are believing God to, to solve their marital life. There is a way they live their life that I know that that prayer cannot be answered. Even if, they, if Jesus lay hands on them, they can't be married that way. Because there are always signs. And number one signs is, number one, 
you are withdrawn into your own shelf. She doesn't associate with anybody. She was not associating with anybody. And you see, when women have program or she likes to move with married women or grown-up women. But the younger ones, she's disassociated. I said, sister, if you are a lady believing God to be married, you must be a specialist in being associating with young people of your age and lower than you. Because unless you are converted and be like a child, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That is what Jesus said. So you are saying you, do, you, are, you, are, you don't form level as a single person. What are you forming level for? Because already some guys want to talk to you. But when they look at the way you have carried yourself, they are afraid. Hey. You see, what I'm saying is true or not true? True. Yeah. true. <laughs> they are afraid. Because you are coming, you have about you, are, you have carried yourself in a pomposity manner. You are, you are not, you have carried about two iPhones. You, you are, you, and your, your, your iPhone is there. And when they greet you, say, hello, hi. Hello, hi. Oh, you will be there. Uh, you will fast. You will pray. You will do anything. But you see that. He say, demons believe and they tremble. You don't believe that God will answer that prayer. Oh, yes. <laughs> but if you are truly serious, you will have a lovely spirit. Go and ask Esther. Esther had a cheerful spirit. Cheerful spirit. Amen? Amen. Number two, I said, another secret is that always smile. Always smile. Because you say, don't carry your problem on your head. Always smile. Those are the two things I always tell any lady that I see. Say, smile. Smile. Because you see, Smiling makes you attractive. Frowning is a repellent any day, any time. What is it? What is it? Eh, please, don't disturb me. Don't disturb me. But you, you are a brother. You want to be married. You're even at your age, you have having wrinkles from. You see, go and find out. Ring, frowning makes wrinkles come. See, if you want to become old very fast, within one year, just begin to frown every day. Yeah. Go ahead. It's scientifically proven. It's scientifically proven. Yeah. I was talking to my media team. Why, why are people mentioning Ima? Ima, Ima, Ima is like that. Ima, who is Ima there? Who is Ima? They are dialing your number. Ima, come, come. They say you don't smile. Come. Come. Let me see whether it's true. Come. Where is, where is Ima there? Come, come. Oh, where is Ima come very fast? I don't believe what you people are saying. I don't believe that Ima does not smile. Oh, where is Ima? Where, where, oh, clap for Ima. Let me see. Where, oh, where is he? Let him come very fast. He's scientifically proven. Oh, he's not coming. So it's true what they are saying. Eh? Is, is he not coming? Is he disobeying his pastor? <laughs> let him stay. Let him stay. Let's have mercy on him. Because. Maybe the sister is watching online. We don't know. <laughs> so that the sister will not change her mind. Uh, oh, you have come. Come and show them that you smile. I said, today is Children's Day, so we have to be very happy and relaxed. Is it true that they say you don't smile? Come, come. Is it true that they say you don't smile? Huh? 
Not true. Okay, smile to them. Let them see. Hey! Smiling is a good thing. See, this sister did not listen to my advice. I said, number one, move with young people. Be youthful. At your age, you tie rapper and you are not married. You tie rapper, you just tie the rapper. Or you, you just wear the old thing and you are not, you are just, you don't even know how to catch work. Ah! You are not married. You, you, your own is frog walk. <laughs> you are always frog walking. Hey! Always frog walking. You are not a married person. Frog walking brother. Frog walking sister. And you say you are believing God for life partner. Ah! That is not how to do. Faith without works is what? Dead. Hey! When you are a brother, you see how Ima is dressing? You, 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 we should know. When you are a brother, you, you, at least you should even know how to bounce. Bounce. So that as, 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 as you are saying, he can by a today. But even he say, you know, the sister says, I like that brother. He bounces a lot. Bounces. Because the Bible says, because of the anointing, the virgins do love thee. Yes. But you, you are a brother. You are always looking. Even the way you are walking. Frog walkers. Then you are a sister. You are not married. Faith without work is dead. And you don't know how to say. You are, when you are coming. You're... Ah, at your age. No, at your age. At your age. Then you are, only, you are now going for fasting and prayer. Lord, where is he? See, if I'm God too, I will send him away from you. Because nobody wants to marry a grandmother. Hey! Nobody wants to marry a grandmother. Ah, what are we talking about? Catch walking is not a sin. You walk elegantly. You move it in like that. You move it. You move it. Say, so why are you walking slow? I'm believing God. I'm believing God. God is on my side. Said, so demons believe and they tremble. But Abraham, when he believed, he was putting works. He was obeying whatever God is saying. You see, it's been several years. I'm telling you, that sister, the last time I heard of her, she has not yet married. I'm telling you, she's not yet married. She's not yet married. Because you see, frowning makes you ugly. Not smiling makes you ugly. You don't want to associate with anybody. You just like to be in your world. You say you are believing. Oh. Nobody will come to a graveyard to look for somebody. You must smile. You must, you must smile. You must associate with people. He's smiling already. Clap for him. He's smiling already. Negative faith. Positive faith. You must believe. Put your faith to work. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. When I met my wife, I was a lecturer. They, all, they, they, they told her to come and serve me refreshment every time I finished teaching in the class. And when she's coming, I remember the, the one of her, the, 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 the day I realized that this one, she will never escape me. By fire, by force. Dressed elegantly, 
I said, hello, sir. Hello, sir. Please. And she will carry the mounts. And she will put it there. Can I, should I open it? I said, wow. Wow. Faith without work is what? Should I open it, sir? I said, I said wait, what's your name? And she introduced herself. I said, should I open it? I said, I have to use time to delay every time she comes. I just enjoy her presence. The smiling itself is contagious. If I had my lady before, when she smiled, the healing comes. Hey! But imagine she has not learned that wisdom. And she only Martina won her a husband. They said, go and serve. You don't know where God is going to, where the whole thing is going to happen. It's only Martina. I'm telling you, I can, whether it's Mortonic or whatever, but I know that it was a malt drink. But you, they said, serve Martina. Hello? You don't even talk to the person. <laughs> I said, see this one. See, see, see this one. Faith without work is what? You don't like this message. No, you don't like this message. I said, you don't like this message. I said, you don't like this message. Whether you like it or not, I'm preaching it. Yeah, I'm preaching it. Faith without works is what? Dead. So you have to be friendly. You have to smile. You have to associate. Genuinely associate with people. Then, hello, how are you? How's everything going? You have to be conscious of yourself. Be conscious of yourself. Faith without work is dead. So, believing means that you are doing things that agree with what you are praying for. You understand? Your action is in agreement with what you are praying for. That is what believing means. Because belief is an action word. Faith is a now. So, you see, we don't know whether you have faith until we see your action. The action shows your faith. The action shows your faith. Believing is an action word. Always remember that. What you do, what you say, is, is an expression that, yes, there is faith inside of you. Hallelujah. Now, the rules governing the prayer of faith. I will mention one or two now. Number one, you must have a specific desire. The rules governing the prayer of faith. Number one. You must have a what? Specific desire. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Not any, not that. They say this particular thing, Lord. This is what I'm believing you for. You must have a specific, is the rule governing the prayer of faith. So for instance now, if you want to pray the prayer of faith, you don't just say, Oh Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. You are praying. But if it is a prayer of faith, say, have mercy on me concerning this situation. Help me. Then you mention the area you need help. There must always be specific desire when you are having the prayer of faith. This mountain. Let me show you an example of a man in the Old Testament that prayed the prayer of faith. His name is Jabez. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. Look at how Jabez prayed. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. So Jabez means sorrow. Sorrow. Now, everything about his life was sorrowful. Verse 10. 
And Jabez called on the God of Israel. Now look at how we pray. Saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and thy hand might be with me, and thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may no longer grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. You see how he was very specific. Lord, every time things are not going, I touch this one, it fails. I touch that one, it fails. Keep me from evil, Lord. Then he prayed, be with me, Lord. Then he prayed, bless all that I'm doing, Lord. And the Bible said, now, this fourth thing that he asked for, God granted him his request. Specificity is a, is a must. You, you must have specific desire that you are believing God for. Specific desire. Number two. Your desire must be measurable. Your desire stroke request must be measurable. To be measurable means it must be quantifiable. It must have a timeline to it. That's the prayer of faith. It must be measurable. So he said, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, then look at it, Be thou removed and be thou what? Cast into the sea. In other words, if that mountain is removed from one area and is put in another area but not the sea, that is not his answer. He knows how to measure it. If the mountain is removed and placed at the shore of the sea, that is not where he wants it. He measured that what answer means to me that this mountain is removed and is cast into where? The sea. So how do you measure it? So for instance, maybe you have 10,000 naira and you want financial prosperity. You don't just say, Lord, give me financial prosperity. No, it's too vague. Pray, that is, you can do the prayer of supplication like that. But if it is the prayer of faith, say, Lord, I, I have 10,000 naira. But I want my salary to be increased to 20,000 naira this year, before December 2023, this year. Do you see it now? So you, if you say, I want my salary to be increased, Lord, increase my salary, increase my salary. You are not specific. There, you are not measure, there is no measurement, even though you are specific, but there is no measurement. So if it is increased five years' time, it is still an answer to your prayer. Right? But depending, so prayer of faith has to say, Lord, I want my salary to be increased from 10,000 naira to 20,000 naira before December 2023 is over. Aha. You see, let me tell you what measurement does. It is actually measurement that makes it faith. Because the moment you put a timeline to it, that is why the devil kicks in. Hey, that time is too short too. Hey, what if it doesn't happen? Hey, you see, without putting a measurement to it, you are playing safe. It's like you are trying to help God so that God will not be disappointed. In fact, you will not contend without majorly if you don't until you put measurement in it. So if you are praying the prayer of faith and you are not afraid and there is nothing trying to make you doubt, it's not the prayer of faith. Check, there is no measurement in it. In fact, the moment you put measurement in it, doubt comes in. You begin to struggle. Ah, six months is too short. Oh. Six months, ah, will this happen? That is now, you see, that, that thing that is now making you want to doubt 
trying to move you into unbelief and doubt. You see, that is now trying to make you, that is now to show that of a truth, you are now playing the prayer of what? Faith. <laughs> That's how I know when I'm praying the prayer of faith. Because by the time you finish praying, you yourself, you are afraid of, you are afraid of God. For God, I should say. You are afraid for God. That, hey, this thing I'm saying, can God really do it this way? This thing I'm saying, is it realistic? This thing I'm saying, can it happen? That is a sign now that your prayer is a prayer of faith. I'm telling you. I, I know when I'm praying the prayer of faith, because by the time I'm praying it, I, I will know that, you see, let me say this. What you can do, God will not do it. God will only do what you cannot do. So if what you are praying for is what you can do, don't waste your time. But my prayer must be what I cannot do by my own power. That is to show that I'm praying to God. Is somebody with me? I hope, hope you have gotten that measurement. So you want, you, want, you want to move from one point to the other. You are praying, Lord, I want to move from point A to point B. The next, next thing is the measurement. When do you want to move it? Lord, two years time. Of course, you have, you're, 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 you have to be realistic in a certain sense. You have to, you, you cannot, for instance, you are praying, you know, a woman was head praying for another person's husband. Say, Lord, this woman has married my husband. Let her die this year. Oh, true life story. She was praying about the, the pastor's wife. The pastor's wife. That this man, I'm the one that's supposed to be the pastor's wife, but the pastor did not see me. So, Lord, let her die this year. Let her die this year. Even though that one is measurable, you, it's not in this church. So, don't look around because I see that some of you are looking at her. Who is the person? Who is the person? It's not in this church. I heard the pastor share it himself. <laughs> So your prayer must be in line with the will of God. Do you get what I'm saying now? Finally. Third. Third point on the rules governing the prayer of faith. You must see the unseen. See the unseen. Genesis 15 verse 5. And he brought him forth a brother and said, Look now towards heaven. He was talking to Abraham. And tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. So God showed him a picture of stars. So there was an imagination in his mind. Joshua chapter 6 verse 2. And the Lord said unto Joshua, see, see, I have given unto thy hand Jericho. See, I have given unto thy hand Jericho. Joshua 6, verse 2. Go to them. See it. See it. I have given to the, your hand, Jericho. You see, what you cannot see, you cannot possess. What you cannot see, you cannot what? Possess. The extent of your vision is the boundary of your blessing. The extent of what you can see is the boundary of your blessing. Yes. Yes. I tell our leaders. So we are a mission church. And I've been saying it. We will be in especially the Middle East is our God has given us the Middle East. So I will tell them Oman, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Turkey. We will be there. We have missionaries there. We will be there. Europe will be there. America will be there. Canada will be there. Africa will be there. North Africa. South Africa. East Africa, West Africa, we shall be there. Madagascar, we shall be there. Fiji Island, we shall be there. 
Cook Island, we shall be there. Hallelujah. And because I see it, that's why you see that when everybody goes home every afternoon, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., I'm, I'm training people every Sunday. Because I know that all of these people will go out to different places. And you, people say, that your church, we don't close. No, we are not a gay church. We are not a local. We are an international church. And we are a church that we send missionaries. So I ask myself, what does that, what is the implication of this belief thing and this thing and believing God? It means that I, we must be a church that trains people a lot. So you see us after training, training, we have camps, we have training because if they are going to be missionaries, they have to be able to be well trained. But at other churches, when people close, 30 minutes everywhere is empty. One hour, you don't see, the, the church is under lock and key. They are not wrong, but our own. Sunday is a working day. If you, when we close, service just started. There's always one meeting to the other. By 11 o'clock, we are just going home in the night. I, I, I live here. The earliest I think I leave church is around 10 o'clock. And by 10 o'clock, you will still see other people around. Because you see, when you are here, China is sleeping now. Uh, China is about to sleep. America is still sleeping. So, we, we operate, we are believing that one day our headquarters will be having to deal with Chinese brethren. We will now, we have to say, okay, we are, you are, what is the challenge? We are attending to China. Then we, still, we are still away to attend to brethren from America. America is about six hours, eight hours. California is eight hours away. So you have to be away. So our, we must have a system that caters for people all around. International headquarters that does not sleep. Oh, I see it. You see, it doesn't look like it now. No, it doesn't look like it now. That is why I'm, I can say it. And it's on record. I know it. So my action is in tangent with what I am believing God for. Yeah. I don't have to wait until it, it, it is going to, I know it will happen. I know it will happen. It will surely happen. Yeah. See all our pastors here. Intern, one day we will all, they will be arriving. This one says, Pastor, I've come from Fiji Island. And you say, people are dressed like Fijians. So that is why you see that we dress in an international way. Yeah. Fijians are going to be here. You will see brethren from Scotland and they have come to our church. They are wearing skirts. Because Scottish wear skirts. So you, you are still having problems with trousers. When, what about when you see the men, Scottish pastors who have come with their Scottish skirts. And they are sitting there preaching. Hello, how are you? I'm from Scotland. I bring greetings to you from Scotland. This morning, our brethren in Scotland, they are so blessed to have you, oh, and you see, the guy is coming to preach with his Scottish skirts. <coughs> you, you, you are still having a problem with uh, all this. I said, we will have Scottish brethren in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Young Echo, I will run up with the story. Saw the unseen. One day, he said, he was believing God for a desk in his office and a chair and a bicycle. That was his problem at that age. He's late now. The founder of the, the largest church in the world at a point. So the church was small. Young Gichu. So he said he was believing God for a, a desk, a chair, and a what? A bicycle. So he came to church one day. And he announced, brethren, I've come to announce you that God has given me a table, a chair, and a bicycle. I have it, and I'm thanking God for it. In the, 
And everybody clapped. Hey! You know, they pity their pastor. Now, he does, he does not even pre- believe in God for a, bi- a, a bike, a machine bike, a bicycle. And they were happy for him. He said, after the service, they went to the car park. And uh, to, to outside, I mean. He said, Pastor, where is the bicycle? He said, I ha- it's here. I have it. So they came to his house also. When they got to his house, they were trying to look for the table and the chair. Say, Pastor, where is the table and the chair? And do you know the response? He said, It's inside me. I said, What do you mean? He said, I am pregnant with it. And everybody laughed. From that day, they began to call him pregnant pastor. Pregnant pastor. So you mean that what you told us in church, you are actually pregnant with it? Say, Yes. I have it and I will deliver it at the due time. God has given me. I believe it. That is why I have confessed it and I believe and they laughed. Do you know that some months later, the tape, in fact, he said that the American camps around South Korea, they were moving. So one of them called him. said, do you need a table? Do you need a chair? And guess what? Do you also need a bicycle? If God gave him the table the chair, and the bicycle. And when he drove it to church, you know how he'll be riding that morning? And the people saw their pastor park his bicycle and move it to the wall. Hey! Pastor has delivered bicycle. He has delivered the bicycle. And he told them to come, come. They go to his house and they see the table and the chair. Pastor, you delivered it. You see, what most of us don't know is that a baby is not formed the day the baby was delivered. A baby was formed the day it was conceived just like a tiny blood like that. But you see, even though that child is still like in a blood state, most of us, we existed first in blood. Because the mother believed, the scan says you are pregnant. When a woman is pregnant first, she will not even know. She just says that something is changing. There is no bone, there is no hand, there is no leg, there is no eyes. But women, a woman knows that if you take that thing for granted, that blood, that, that thing that looks like, a, it looks like a clot of blood just inside of you. If you take it for granted, you will never have the hand come out. You will never have the eyes. You will never have the leg. You will never have the real one that people will see. It, you must believe in the unseen. You must believe in the unseen. So a woman, when they say, oh, you are pregnant now. She cannot feel anything. No, nothing is kicking. Nothing is moving. Nothing is doing. She, the only thing is that maybe she may start feeling spitting, feeling sick. And even that sickness and that spitting is just a demonstration that something is. In, and she believes it. She believes it. She believes it. She nurtures it. A woman who don't believe in one week old pregnancy can never celebrate a baby. A woman who don't believe in two weeks old pregnancy. Say, uh, well, I said I'm pregnant, but I can't feel anything. There is nothing kicking. Kicking. Hey, is this pregnancy? Pregnancy is supposed to be big. Pregnancy is supposed to be shaking. Ah! That woman will never deliver a baby. True or not true? So you, you are thinking that the day you will drive the car is when God has done it. No, it started the day you believe that he has done it. You can't feel it. It's like a blood. But you know that, hey, my God has done it already. That's why we, you see that we always say we are a mega church. Yeah, we 
a mega church. If you have problem with that, go go and talk to God. But I don't have an apology to say we are a mega church. Yeah. Even though that beginning may be small, yet your latter end shall greatly increase. I believe it and I confess it. Yeah. We are a mega church. If you have problem with that, it's your own, uh, like one of my sisters said, it's your own bucket of kunu or something like that. Yeah, it's your kunu bucket. I, I believe it. Because I know that if I nurture that dream, if I nurture that child, if I nurture that child, one day the woman will be there. The stomach will start growing small, small. Small, small. Small, small. Then one day, she will start seeing kicking. One day, something will start rolling. It's because she believed from the first week, second week, when nothing was there, she believed in the unseen. So that is why the Bible says, we walk by faith and not by sight. Your mind may not agree. Your feeling may not agree. Your ears may not agree. Your tasting may not agree. But you have to believe it because God has said so. And that settles it. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. God said it. I believe it. And that. That what? I'm prophesying over you today. Before this time next year, some of you, your greatness will be 100 times compared to where you are today. I prophesy over you because I believe. 100 fold blessing. I said 100 fold blessing is your own within the next one year. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Everything that looks impossible. Things that you are struggling with today. I declare that you will see practically that God will make it so useless by his mighty hand of provision and miracle. That within a year from now, you too, you will look back and say, so I used to struggle with this thing. How God has changed my life. Emmanuel, stand up, come. I feel the word of the Lord is coming to you. Yes. As we're praying, I looked at your side. The Lord is saying to you, this guy, watch out. God is going to use him. Lift your hand. I just see, I just, when you lifted your hand, I just feel the Lord saying to you that he's going to use you greatly. You are going to be a great servant of God. Father, I prophesy into his life. Grace to fulfill your calling. Grace to fulfill your calling. Lord, I release that grace upon him today. Is on record. This word will come to pass speedily. Amen. You have called him. You have chosen him. Now anoint him. Amen. Let his heart burn for you, Lord. Amen. Let his heart burn for you, Lord. Amen. Let his heart burn for you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Stand to your feet with me, everybody. Lift your voice and begin to make declaration over your life. Believe in what you cannot see. Listen to me. Listen to me. Some of you, you don't look like it today. 